Fade Zero bonus episode time. This is an episode where we're going to share some regrets, maybe. Might be that time of year. I'm Brad Dave, joined today by Aaron Perrine. What's going on, everybody? We got Jenna Anderson. Hey, everybody. We got Jamie Durack. Greetings from Florida. Greetings from Florida. Jamie's uh, background just looks so pleasant. Oh, relaxing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Enjoy it. Uh, all right, y'all. This is a bonus episode. This is not what if episode one. Real quick, how we're going to roll out the what if episodes. We are going to do that in three episode chunks, basically. So we'll have three total bonus episodes. The third one will also kind of do a season two as a whole evaluation of what if. We've all watched What If, though, and I think the show is pretty fantastic. We can all really kind of go around real quick because the only things we've been able to say are that we saw episodes one and three. I thought I thought season two was quite fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Aaron, what would you think? I'm kind of upset that we did not have them before ranking the shows. It would have been higher. <laughs> oh, right. I guess. I Yeah, it would have been higher than I think a lot of us would have thought, too, yeah. uh, which is something we're going to talk about in today's episode. Jamie, what would you think? I'm upset we didn't have it before we did our predictions episode because turns uh -huh. out I was right about one thing. Um, I really enjoyed it. There, I have some criticisms, but I uh, I had a good time watching it. I I wish we didn't have to binge it for our job. I wish I could have enjoyed the daily rollout like the rest of the world. But you know, big problem to have over here at comicbook.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you. About episode six or seven, I started to wonder: Am I getting fatigued from binging this, or are they not as good? But I do think I, I think they, there's there's some episodes that are better than others. But yeah, I feel you. Good. So it's a tough job, Jamie. But somebody you got to do it. We, we, we struggle through watching Marvel shows for the people. You're welcome, universe. As she has Elizabeth Olsen's tattoo in the frame. <laughs> uh, Jenna, what'd you think? I agree with both of you. I'm not a binge watcher anymore. And so even, and I also did not get a lot of sleep the night before because I was up late reviewing Aquaman. And so getting through nine episodes of television, I was just like, oh my God. But it is so utterly delightful. I think they fixed almost every single problem that they had with season one. There are still things to gripe about, but almost every single episode I was like this there's something in this that feels made especially for me and I just loved it on that but I think they are so much more creative and like stylistically interesting and there's gonna be so much to talk about across the next nine days absolutely it's gonna be fun one episode every day for nine days so we will be recording our what if episodes and releasing them the day after each chunk of three so you'll get I believe our plan is episodes one through three we will release and stream our recap on the 25th on the morning of the 25th the episodes four through sixth on the 28th and then episode seven through nine and season two as a whole on new year's eve the 31st we're going to do a new year's or a 2023 look back episode on the 29th just looking back at all the news everything that happened uh and we're gonna do our regularly scheduled wednesday show on wednesday and this episode today is looking back if y'all have been with us all year long thank you and i'm sorry this is a look back at january's hype rankings episode we it, how, how much we didn't know i feel like we were all so naive back in january uh, <laughs> so we ranked 10 titles in january we kind of were like well we don't know if we're getting all these but these are all the possible episodes and shows and movies we might or were supposed to get uh, in 2023 quite a few of them didn't happen I honestly have not looked at our hype rankings. I vaguely remember mine, and I know mine is one of mine in particular is way higher than it <laughs> would have been in 2023 rankings based on quality and preference. So anything we want to say before we pull up our bottom five hype rankings 
I I've had a like note on my phone since we've started doing any of these rankings of like just keeping track every single year. And I made rankings if we were going to do the end of the year one. So I already know what all of mine are, but I just getting to explain them is going to be so chaotic. I have my, uh, my 10 DC Marvel show, like rankings and movie and show rankings, but I haven't shared them anywhere yet because I think, It'll just be so ugly in the comments because everybody will argue. Well, no matter what you put, people are going to argue with you. Yeah. So I think I'm going to release that sometime, but uh, we'll see. Anyway, stay tuned for What If on the Phase Zero channel. Subscribe. We'll have video. We'll have audio on the podcast platforms later today as our look back at the Hype Rankings episode. And without further ado, Peter, if you could pull up the image so we can all cringe at our choices uh, from, from January. This is why we're here. This is why we do it. Okay, there it is. 2023 Hype Rankings. We had one thing in common. Every single one of us did put Craven in 10th place. Uh, I stand by it. <laughs> Craven sweep. Craven sweep. As I have joked repeatedly on this show, they delayed it to next year because it would have been too powerful in our end of the year <laughs> rankings this year. So let me ask this, though. Has your anticipation of Craven changed at all now that 2023 gave us a trailer? Gave us a poster. A little bit, but not a whole lot. I'm I'm like morbidly curious to see the violence level, and I'm curious to see Ariana DeBose. Like, there's elements of the movie I'm excited for. I I just still, it's not the, it's far from the only Sony movie that I'm like the most excited about next year. What do you guys think, Aaron? Damon? I, why would you be biting ball pump fakes from Sony trailers? <laughs> It's out when it's out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Craven is not my least anticipated movie of next year. Madam Web looks bad. So I, I, I'll tell you, Craven is above that. Actually, wow. I don't even know if I would put Craven above that. Because Madam Web, I have so much more curiosity about Madam Web, even though I think the production on that one, like, I don't know how, but it does look like it was made 20 years ago, even though it's only set 20 years ago. But that poster is unbelievable that they released that. And I don't want to know why anybody's mother would go to the Amazon researching spiders. So I just, I, I crave it in Madam Web, our neck and neck uh, for some place on my rankings, but both quite low, but curiosity is getting the best of both cases. I still could care less about Craven. Uh, the, only, <laughs> the only thing is I have the, pleasure of interviewing Ariana DeBose this year and she was so wonderful and I asked her about Craven and and just because I, I enjoyed our interaction that gets me like a percentage higher but I actually I still am more interested in Madam Webb and that star is my one of my least favorite actors so that's how how low Craven is for me but yeah. I, I really actually think if Madam Webb starred literally anyone else I'd actually be excited for it because it looks like my kind of nonsense like deeply my kind of nonsense but unfortunately they just cast the wrong person in that one. <laughs> I will also say with Craven, we didn't acknowledge, we're going to get another weird Russell Crowe accent, and that in and of itself <laughs> is exciting. Like, we in our Slack channel at Comic Book had a whole Russell Crowe month where everyone was different Russell Crowes of their favorite <laughs> Russell Crowe movies. So that alone, I'm excited to see whatever scenery he chooses in this movie. <laughs> All right. So Craven got no love at the beginning of the year. Craven is getting no love at the end of the year. Uh, all right, I don't know who to go to first here, because one person was a prophet, one person <laughs> I disagree with. Uh, Jenna, let's go to you. The, the comment section is calling you out as as having known. You have Secret Invasion in ninth place for your hype rankings. 
I, <laughs> I I definitely stand by it. I, I like I, when I was doing my theoretical like end of the year rankings, it was really kind of back and forth of whether or not this was at the bottom of the seven projects that we got this year. But I, I think it was just at the time it was like the trailers weren't really doing it for me. And there were all of the rumors about reshoots and everything. So it was like, I know even when we did this in 2022, I had Secret Invasion ranked higher because we thought it was going to come out that year. But I think it was just a thing of compared to the other projects on the list, it had to fall kind of towards the bottom. And then now that we We've seen it now that we know the quality. Clearly, I was onto something, even though I didn't know it at the time. It's fair. Yeah, you were. You you were. Aaron, you got Guardians Volume 3 in ninth place. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm the person that's not the Guardians person on this list. And the rest of the comments and the rest of the internet and the rest of the world loves them enough that I don't think that me <laughs> not liking them matters. You know what I mean? Like, or me not being excited about it matters. You obviously all love it enough that it does not matter. And it was still weighted so highly that it still finished on what, the top three of the weighted rankings or whatever. So, yeah, it was down there. I still think this was your attempt to sabotage Guardians so it couldn't be above Spider-Verse in the rankings. <laughs> careful, careful. You're going to be talking about Rebel Moon being good next. <laughs> you Parts of it, but movie as a whole, you won't catch me. Uh, Jamie, you and I both put Echo in ninth place. Yeah, I would, I would, I mean, we, I, we're not allowed to talk about what, right, what Echo yet? Um, we've, so, uh, uh, we, we've seen a little bit, but let's yeah. just go on the fact that we've seen the trailers. Right. Okay, I would put it higher now, for sure. I mean, well, mm-hmm. we'll get the next row I have a lot to say about, but um, Echo, yeah, I would put it higher now that I that we know a little more and have seen a little more, and that I have seen other things. It's hard, because some of these we saw and some of these we didn't. But I definitely, yeah. um, if I could do it again, I'd put Echo a little higher. <laughs> If I can do it again. I have to agree. I think the Echo trailer was better than Secret Invasion as a whole. So uh, the I, I, it was a fantastic trailer. And I, I love. I, now I just make jokes because Secret Invasion has just become a meme. I'm not a hater of Secret Invasion. I just think the ending is stupid. So I will continue to make jokes about Secret Invasion. Uh, call me a hater. If that makes me a hater, then sure. But I do think Echo's trailer was fantastic. And it's also very exciting. It's TVMA. Uh, it looks like they're developing a really interesting character on the Marvel Spotlight banner. And you got Daredevil and Kingpin as well. If Echo is for some reason not enough, it's totally fair to be excited for Kingpin and Daredevil. Those are excellent characters we all love. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely put Echo higher on this list if I knew then what I know now. Uh, now, moving up to eight, uh, Aaron and Jenny, you both have Echo in the eight spot. Do you? How do you guys feel about that? I think it's the same thing as what you just said of like, we knew so little back in January and just that alone had had me put it where I did in the rankings because it was like, well, this could be great. This could just be, I don't know, an Iron Fist sort of situation. Like there was no way of knowing. But I think that first trailer is so good that I would absolutely rank this higher. And we haven't even properly seen it yet. Mm-hmm. There was one image of Echo to base this on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A single image of Alaka Cox sitting on the back of some vehicle. And I'm like, well, I don't really know anything. If we had had that trailer, yeah, it would have been higher. You just don't know? Yeah, it was so. I, I think I said that. But I, 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 I don't have what, what it takes to go back and watch this episode. <laughs> but I do think I said that I based my ranking. Some of my, some of my higher rank stuff is stuff that I simply knew more about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's going to ring true, I think, when we see my top five. <laughs> um, Jamie, I'm so sorry. I had Agatha number eight, but it yeah. had a different title back then. So <laughs> I still I, am not tremendously hyped for the Agatha series, if I'm honest. I don't think it's going to be, I mean, it'll be towards the top of my 2024 stuff, 
because I like live action more than animation. But what if just really won me over in animation? So, I, I, you know, we'll see. But yeah, Agatha is not one that I'm crazy excited for. It's one that I stand by. I don't even know that it, if in today's era of the MCU would exist, but it got greenlit during the, the, the mad hype period of 2021. So it's cool that we're getting it. I'm very happy we're getting it, but it's not highly, super highly anticipated for me. Quantumania, though. Oh, I, I put it too high. <laughs> Eight was too high. Yeah. This is my one, like, I knew. I, 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 you know, I didn't know. I didn't know it would be my least favorite MCU movie of all time. I certainly didn't predict that. Uh, but, uh, but I, I, I was on to something, clearly. Yeah. But still, too, it should have been bottom. <laughs> I was really down there with you with Quantumania at seven. I remember when we recorded this episode and you thought that the three of us were crazy for having Quantumania in our bottom five. And now I feel like we all were vindicated in one way or another, even though at the time I was still hyped for the movie in theory. And I know I like praised the movie when it came out. It is just this thing of like over time that has eroded even further to where, yeah, I would honestly put this at the bottom, like without hesitation. That wasn't me. That was Patricia. <laughs> uh jamie spider-verse number seven wow I, I, I feel deep shame what a fool i was because not only is spider-verse my favorite comic book movie of the year it's my third favorite movie of the year like wow. of any movie that came out this year i rank at number three so this was dumb i am a fool <laughs> What can you say? I, I hate myself. Let's move on. No, we love you. We love, we love you. It's okay. Wait till you see how highly Quantumania was for me. <laughs> That's more uh, shameful. I, I've had the Marvels number seven. Uh, I think had everything come out this year on this list, the Marvels probably would have finished close to this, but slightly higher for me. I enjoyed the film. I think it will be better than I'm, I'm going to have enjoyed the, uh, the Marvels more than Craven. Uh, I am definitely, I have secret invasion higher on my hype rankings and I have secret, the Marvels higher than secret invasion, my actual rankings for sure. Uh, I don't remember what else is in the top five, but I do think the Marvels would have been about here, maybe climbed up a spot, but yeah, the Marvels, I kind of stand by it being in my seventh spot, even though there are definitely things that are higher than it that would be lower. But I think echo probably I'm going to enjoy more than the Marvels when it's said and done with. Uh, Aaron, Loki in the seventh spot. I mean, once again, all we we didn't even have the little teaser afterwards. It was just like, here, it's good. That's it. That's all <laughs> we we're going off of. Nobody knew. Like, did, did we even know Key, Key was in this thing? I was just thinking that. I honestly don't think... I, we might have known from D23, but Maybe. I can't even remember. Maybe. Oh, we did. We did. We did. I was thinking, <laughs> you were at D23. <laughs> I was at D23. Oh my god, wait. Jamie, did you go to D23? <laughs> oh, it feels so long ago. Yeah, it's like I'm I we're gonna talk about this in the next row because I have I have some D23 discussions to we're, we're, I'm not done. <laughs> oh my god, our D23 episode that was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. What if season one ended over two years ago? That's yeah. wild. Oh. All right, six spot. Aaron, you got Quantumania six spot, top of your bottom half yeah i i didn't know i I'm, I'm not huge on the two the two ant-man movies i love you paul rudd you vampire but like also <laughs> like i'm not huge on them so that was more of that i thought really that k was going to help it in the wild wild response of everybody amidst everybody's year-long being upsetness except for beyonce and taylor swift fans and barbie fans 
uh, could not have been foretold. So, yeah, it's here at six. I got Secret Invasion ranked six, which I would say is too high. Yes. Uh, It started so strong. Those first two episodes I thought were great. They were wise to send us only two episodes. I really was like, wow, they have kind of Marvel's Game of Thrones here. Like, there's complexity. There's different nations at play. There's politics. There's kind of grittiness. And then Amelia Clark had Drax's baby arm. So, I don't know. It was just not a sensible finale. Like, just my least favorite finale of all the Disney Plus shows. And I'm pretty open that the, the finales are usually where I end up disappointed as a whole. Not like I don't like there. I, I enjoy most finales, but I often think the shows are better than their finales. Secret Invasion just ended up not being very good. And its finale was terrible. So maybe not terrible, but it just uh, what in the scheme of the MCU, it is. I, I have to just own that in this, in, in the way it makes no sense in the grand scheme of the MCU. I don't like that finale. I don't like what it did. It just doesn't make sense. So whatever. The Marvels was better for not acknowledging it. <laughs> Jamie, Ironheart number six. We didn't get it, but, uh, you know. You know, it's crazy because uh, D23 was September 2022. And I saw footage from Ironheart. And now we're not getting it until 2025? Mm-hmm. I'm just like. I feel like I was really kind of excited about it. And now it's just dropping and dropping and dropping because they're making me like, why are we waiting so long? At this point, uh, what we're looking at, I knew the most about Ironheart. I had seen the most about it. And it's the furthest away. I don't understand. Sorry, I'm spending a lot of time with my mom. That's why my pitch is getting <laughs> I love All it. Right, man. Oh, yeah. You bring out the high-pitched voices. Yeah. All right. Jenna had Agatha at the top of her bottom half, number mm. six. And I remember being like, I'm so sorry, Jamie, for having it in my bottom five. I like it, it was the thing of like, we knew next to nothing. And we, granted, we still don't other than the WandaVision little bonus feature. But it is purely just based off of the cast of this show. Like that is why I am still excited. And I'm sure across 2024, once we learn more information and see actual footage, it will probably my hype for it will definitely grow. I still recognize like people's mileage on it is definitely going to vary. But I'm at least curious and excited to see what it entails yeah all right we're gonna take a quick one one minute break when we come back we're gonna talk about uh looking we're gonna look back at our top five from our hype rankings back in january for 2023 which i think all of our top fives released actually that's not true no we us have iron heart no. in the top five yeah so that's definitely not true but other than that most of them will have been here whereas most of this bottom half or a lot of this bottom half, we didn't end up getting in 2023. Uh, so this is a great opportunity to hit the subscribe button to the Phase Zero channel on YouTube and share our show with your friends. And we'll see you in just a moment.
Welcome back to Phase Zero. We are running through our hype rankings, looking back at them, and we're about to go through our top five. It's been a fun ride. This is this has been you know pretty. There's been not been a lot of chaos. We we're, we're pretty proud of ourselves, even in shame. So and there hasn't been enough. There hasn't been too much shame. Uh, all right, let's see the top five. Peter, there they are. All right, let's just start at the bottom. Go left to right. Aaron, you had Secret Invasion ranked fifth. I did. I did. I was excited to have Sam back. I could not have known. Um, I will always hold dear to Jamie Drax. You are smarter than them. Do not do that. <laughs> For more episode, looking back at our predictions, um, I, I have to keep that in mind now as we move <laughs> forward. I had Ironheart, which we didn't get in my number five. Mm. I stand by this comparatively, having known nothing more and seeing oh, wow there's one in my top four that doesn't belong there but <laughs> Ironheart I think I, I still am very excited for I think it's going to be cool when we get it uh but we're not getting it for quite some time so yeah Ironheart number five just feels like it makes sense to me Jamie Guardians three at your number five yeah I I looking at this list I see why I did that I, I was excited about it but I was excited about the others more I ended up loving it I've seen it four times you know it's a it's a very great film but I don't regret this very hype ranking because this is just the truth I was living in January I see something here about our truths and I seem to rank things really especially back a year ago based on like what I think they might do for the MCU and how mm -hmm. how how familiar I am with characters already. And Jamie ranks them very strongly based on the cast. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I think that's partly true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, like, and that's not the, I, there's other factors for both of us, but it's, it's, those are, those are, those two things seem like no secret about either of us. I think you're right. Um, all right. Jenna Ironheart. Yeah. Point. I, I think it's a similar thing to like Jamie having Guardians at this spot where I, I was very excited about this and I still am very excited about it. It was just everything else I was more excited for. I like Carlos mentioned this in the comments, being a girl from Chicago, like that alone, I'm excited to see how the MCU does Chicago and shoots here. Um, And the cast is great. And I just like Riri as a character. It is the thing of like, we're not getting this for another year and a half, two years. So that sucks. But I still stand by having it be this high. It is interesting to think about. Imagine if we did get all these properties this year. We, we would be complaining about like too much. It uh, 100%. Stuff, we would, stuff we would have had to have doubled up on each other. We would have like, I don't know. This year was already such a year of just like the larger popular culture just being like, we're tired of superhero stuff. And so I think if we had gotten Craven, if we had gotten all these other shows, that would have been expedited even further. Yeah, I 100% I agree. Uh, you, Jamie and Jetta had the Marvels. Both of you had it in fourth place. Jamie, you go first. Oh, I, I stand by it. should have been a one up higher. Uh, I stand by it. I saw it three times in theaters. I thought it was a delight. Uh, it is it is so rewatchable. Uh, and uh, I, I it's a shame. We've talked about it so much. The box office really bums me out. The hate campaign online bums me out. But I know in my heart that it was a great time. And, and my heart is what matters when it comes to my own personal hype breaking. So. I agree. I think for me, this like the Marvels ended up being either my second or third favorite Marvel thing of the year, depending on the day. And so I, I think I had it only at four at that point, because again, we knew the least about it. And I think based off of the track record of Loki season one and of across the Spider-Verse, I ranked those two things higher. But I agree with Jamie. It, I, I will defend this movie until my dying breath. Like, I think it's so great. And it did not deserve the flack that it got. I agree. The flack has been trash. 
Uh, I had Spider-Verse number four, and I would move it up one. But back in back in January, I see I see 100% see why I put this here. And I also am glad I didn't put it above at least two of the properties before it. Because while Spider-Verse is hands down, just... I, I don't like to speak in hyperbole. I try to avoid it nowadays, but like I can't help myself. It's just kind of who I am. I'm from New Jersey. It is probably yeah. one like the most creative movie I've ever seen. I've never seen anything like it. There are parts of that film where I'm just like, how? But they go into Lego form. There's just so much creativity. Maybe it's not the single most creative film I've ever seen, but it is up there. The, the, the way they animated that movie, there's so many things about it are so damn creative and it's such a phenomenal film, but it's still just a part one. And right when right when the amazingness really starts to swing in, tune in next time, and we don't even know when next time will be. Uh, so it's not a strong criticism. The movie is still phenomenal, but it is just me justifying it not being ahead of some other things. Agatha, fourth place, Aaron. Yeah, I was really excited along with Jamie. I was holding out hope we'd actually get it this year, but, <laughs> you know, next year is still here, uh, potentially. So... We should be good. And the cast stuff that's come out afterwards has just been making me feel better and better and better and better about this. So, you know, as long as we keep Patty away from the microphone so I don't know all of the show before it comes out, we'll be all right. Let's just keep snaking it here. Aaron, you had Ironheart ranked third. I did. I feel so bad for Dominique because that's a long time to wait for something to come out. And she was so nice when we talked to her. Um, I, I am excited to see that still develop it seems very pointed that 2025 is what it's coming out now uh because we still don't have a date for armor wars or you know what's going on with any of that so i'm imagining that they put it there closer so that it would make sense closer but who knows um wars doesn't exist I, I mean i i guess i i don't know i thought we were gonna scrap this talk about that other report that came out today possibly when i woke up this morning that feels like armor wars still exists so that's fun but yeah i, I don't know what report you're talking about me neither oh, we'll talk me about neither. it off air all right we'll talk about it off air everybody watching live just went to google and search yeah they're like, what's wars? happening <laughs> what's happening oh my god i have no idea what you're talking about no oh all right. All right. My number three was Loki season two, which phenomenal show. I think I ranked it here because I didn't know how big of a story it would be, how emotional of a story it would be. But I did love Loki season one. Uh, but I did think I think I was I was and still am for the most part of the impression that uh, the Disney Plus shows don't have the big MCU impact that movies do. They don't get that event treatment. They don't get that, you know, world-altering ability. Uh, Loki season two did get that, really. While it's not maybe directly going to be felt or acknowledged the same way Loki season one wasn't in Spider-Man No Way Home, you knew it had to happen first, at least as a Marvel fan, to, to allow the multiverse to exist and all that. So Loki season two is a masterpiece. Uh, it should have been slightly higher on my list for sure, but I understand why I put it in third. Jamie had Secret Invasion in third. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's sad because I was so excited and it was definitely a big, the biggest letdown for me. Uh, but I still think I am the highest on it of all four of us. I think I liked it the most. I did not hate it, 
Uh, but it is, I think we talked about this in our last episode. I do think it's the weakest of the live action Disney Plus shows. And I was not expecting that. But I still got Olivia Coleman in the MCU and she was amazing. So at least I have that forever in my in my eyeballs. I know there are people who say Falcon and Winter Soldier should have been a movie. Secret Invasion should have been a movie. Yes. Jenna, Loki season two, you're right there with me at number three. Yeah, I, I still stand by this roughly. I would maybe put it a little bit lower than the Marvels at the end of the day, just for personal preference. I think this goes back to what we were saying on the TV rankings episode of I loved the opening of season two. I loved the last two episodes of season two, but I don't see myself rewatching that middle portion anytime soon. And the Victor Timely of it all was very, very grating for me. So, but the like just on the sum of its whole, it's a little bit lo lower, but just on the individual portions of it and that amazing finale, I still thoroughly enjoy it and loved it i wonder if people tuning into our video are seeing this and thinking we're like ranking this stuff and have like <laughs> secret invasion at number three. Oh, oh no. Uh, no this is by the way if you're watching live and you just joined this is a look back at a graphic from january uh all right let's go back continue the snake here jenna spider verse number two stand by it I it's definitely still in my top three like I said this in the Marvels it like alternates on depending on the day which is like my second favorite Marvel thing of the year the one thing for me is I still have ultimately only watched this movie once and I think as time has gone on and as kind of the reports came out about how overworked a lot of the animators were that soured it a little bit for me because that made kind of the way that the movie ends and the fact that it is ultimately a part one and it feels like it almost has four different endings at certain points that made that a little bit more apparent and a little bit more like upsetting for me but i still absolutely adore it i think the fact that i have a gwen stacy movie in the level that i do and that they treated her so well is incredible and every facet of that movie is just great it's just i i don't know fair jamie loki season two did it deliver for you um, I'm kind of right on par with Jenna, where I, I really did love it, but it, I do, it did not meet the first season for me. Uh, I wouldn't, if, if we were ranking these, I don't know that I would put it in the top two, probably top three. I, I there It was great. It really was. But there were things about it that I didn't love as much as the first season. That's fair. I want to acknowledge a comment Carlos was talking back uh, about Secret Invasion shouldn't have been a series or a movie. It should have been an entire phase. That's what I meant. I meant Secret Invasion should have been the phase four capper and there should have been seeds of scrolls being planted throughout all of phase four. I, so all that to say, Carlos, I agree with you. We're making the same point. Quantumania was my number two. It was the closest <laughs> movie at the time of these rankings being made. Uh, it's the worst Marvel or DC movie of the year. Uh, it's just not, it's visually hard to follow. Kang gets defeated by ants. Uh, I don't really know what else to say. I wanted to love this movie. I wanted to feel any anything. Uh, but it just, there's really not much more to say about this. I ranked it too high. I let the, I let the trailers get me excited. And uh, I didn't learn my lesson from Morbius. <laughs> So, but this was this was not a Sony movie. It should have been good. Quantumania should have been good, and it wasn't. So, it happens life. to the best of us. <laughs> I am shamed. I hate myself. I <laughs> we still love you. <laughs> uh, the Marvels number two, Aaron. The Quantumania is not but worse. Not worse than the Flash. I, I don't know about yeah. that. Um, yeah. But <laughs> no. Oh, I'll argue you down for that. Uh, I'll <laughs> save that for number for my number one. But the Marvels is at two. Uh, Nia, hold your head high. Uh, 
the admirable effort for a movie that I'm sure if poor Joanna Robinson could write us DLC of her book would have a whole <laughs> chapter of the book written about it. So, Absolutely. you know, DLC of her book. <laughs> yeah, we call. I don't even oh, know what that it. would be. Just loose pages on Etsy. It's like a Z uh, kind of. It's just a Z, right? It's it's hand made and cut <laughs> in her house. Yeah, She's yeah. Handing them out, like, please listen. It was not supposed to be this. Um, <laughs> hi, Joe. If you're watching, uh, I really enjoyed it. I stand by my record, just like uh, Jamie. Like, I really, really liked how fun and how the tone is, and can't wait to see those characters uh, at some point. Also, I welcome to. Amon Velati Island, everybody. Yes. We accept all people. There are free refreshments. <laughs> I was here first. I was just getting it ready for y'all. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. And in the top spot, Jamie, let's go to you first because Agatha did not release this year. No. So. Um, it's still the best thing of the year and it'll be the best <laughs> thing of the year. <laughs> like, spoiler alert. It's going to be the top of my next type ranking. Like, my excitement for this show, the show, unlike Ironheart, the longer I have to wait for Agatha, the, the more juiced I am. I'm like, <laughs> that's fine. I'm ready. Keep me. Get me Patty Lapone and Aubrey Plaza just hanging out, living in New York together. Can give me more yes. of that visual in my brain. Oh, I'm ready. I don't care. I'll wait. It's going to change my life, and I'm ready for that. I love that you mentioned them living together because I was going to say like that that news coming out over this year of like the two of them just being roommates and like the mental image of that sitcom just of the two of them like did help boost Agatha anticipation just for me. Yeah. All right. Jenna and I both had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 as our number one most anticipated given uh, how important the Golden Issue how much the Golden Issues awards meant to Jenna. I feel like you don't regret this one at all. I I still stand by this wholeheartedly. This is yeah. still my favorite movie of the year, honestly. Like my favorite like actual narrative movie. I I think that it is exactly what it needs to be and so much more. I when I wrote my golden issues article about Rocket Raccoon, I had the soundtrack on and I was just like openly weeping because <laughs> it was just like even the mental image of certain sequences in this movie still just completely knocks my breath out. I it's so perfect. It's so fitting. It's exactly what I wanted and in a way that I didn't even know I needed. It is. Uh, I think it is a fantastic movie. I do. I can't tell if it's my favorite of the Guardians because I love the first Guardian so much. It has such a special place in my heart watching that movie for the first time and just being introduced to that side of Marvel in the movies. But this movie is just inarguably, I just think, fantastic. I think Aaron might argue, but uh, I think it's so good. Uh, the soundtrack is fantastic. The characters are fantastic. The visual effects in an era where visual effects are being rushed and forced to be released before they are really that good. They were great. Uh, I just, I think Guardians 3 was, was, was really damn good. I do not know if it is number one on my list for all the Marvel titles this year, but it is my number one comic book movie of the year. And it's probably my number three. It's top three movies of the year overall. I thought it was great. Aaron wanted to speak up, I think. Aaron wanted to. No. Oh, no. I saw the I saw, I saw, I saw I'm reading I'm reading the comments. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like interesting. All right. Well, I think a lot of people are about to agree with agree with you on your number one, including yourself. Well, I mean, actually, by numbers, y'all outnumber us, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but that's okay. Cause I never thought you would get a Gwen Stacy movie made ever. 
And that's what <laughs> Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse really is, which is hilarious. They Trojan horse that bad boy in there and still gave me more of my friend Miles and set up a wild, wild conclusion with a movie that I feel like as we go along, if you think about it along the lines of it being a Gwen Stacy movie, it is its own thing where her and Peter, there's a delightful piece when I had to write the golden issues for best uh, scene stealer uh, that uh, I think it was, God, I want to say it was uh, Black Nerds Forum, but I'll, I'll post it on Twitter later about how, hey man, Peter B. Parker and Gwen, y'all really didn't have Miles' back for real. <laughs> Y'all really shouldn't have his back for real. Spider-Punk and Spider-Bite had way more support for the boy in when faced with actual hardship. And it gave Layla more of her beloved uh, <laughs> Oscar Isaac. So I, I, I feel like it was my favorite of this year for this. I don't know about my favorite movie, period, this year. We talked about doing those on this show. and I, I still think we not. should do that. Yeah. It was so much harder. I am just not programmed for rankings, I think. I'm not. That's not <laughs> how my brain works. I was sitting there like, five is really hard. You know how much crap we have to watch? Like, <laughs> so much. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. So I rank throughout the year all of my first time watches on Letterboxd. So yeah, I, me too. my ranking just exists all year round. Not just a 2023, just anything I watch for the first time. I have a yeah 400 ranked list so i went to your little box and looked and like marveled <laughs> at the organization and everything and i'm just like i could never do this i would just die <laughs> I mean, and i'd be done i don't know what does bd have is that a christmas are cookie? you yeah is that a christmas <laughs> cookie? what is that tis the season for some cookies baby <laughs> <laughs> He thought Aaron was going to vamp for another five minutes. I know. I thought I was, <laughs> like cookies. I was like, no. I thought I was going to enjoy. Hey, I want some cookies. Here you go. Wow, man, that actually looks good. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry, audio listeners. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jen is the only one of us who like really keeps in mind that we're a podcast. <laughs> because I because I've listened to podcasts for way too long, and I, I can so tell if I'm Ooh. listening to an audio show and they're doing a visual bit that just completely flies over my head. So I have yeah. to think about them. I should I should prioritize the podcast more. That's where like the vast majority of our <laughs> listeners are. As much as I try to drive to everybody to YouTube to join us live so you can see our beautiful faces and the graphics that Peter makes and everything, uh, the thousands and thousands of people are listening in podcast form. Uh, and that's that's more than the the live shows we get. Uh, but anyway, that's our rankings episode. That's our look back at the titles of 2023. We're gonna do a bonus episode next week where we look back at the news, the shows, just all the kind of moments from 2023. We're all gonna kind of pick our own, bring it to a little melting pot of of 2023 lookbacks. And that's a week from today, Friday, uh, and then Wednesday we'll have our regular show, and we have three what if episodes dropping over the course of the next nine days with what if season two which is quite fantastic as we said i think we all agree if what if if we knew for sure what if was coming or i think we didn't include it because it was animated we did only live action on this hype rankings but i i don't think we knew it was coming out i think that was the the big thing mm. yeah because nothing like i am groot season two wasn't confirmed what if wasn't confirmed it was all just kind of nebulous in january tell you what results would have been in my top half for sure easy 
show is very good, I got to say. I'm not just saying that because I hosted the Q&A. I also hosted the Secret Invasion press conference. So <laughs> see, you, like, I'm, I'm not y'all can try to make assumptions, but I, I'm being trying to be as honest as I can. Uh, all right. What's our show today? Jenna, any last words for today's Hype Rankings Look Back episode? Um, as always, it's at Hey, it's Jenna Lynn on social media. And as always, go read some comics and go read our Golden Issues articles. At the time of this recording, they should all be live on our website. And if you're listening in podcast form, they are definitely all live on the website. So just go read all of the odes to various pop culture things this year that our staff put together. Aaron, what we got? It's at something on Twitter. Um, are you a glutton for punishment? Did you go watch Aquaman Lost Kitty today? Well, do we have something for you? Comic Nation has a bonus podcast about Aquaman Lost Kingdom where Kofi probably sits in a corner looking like Smithers for most of it. So if you think that sounds like fun, you should go over there and listen to it. Oh. Jamie, <laughs> go watch Saltburn on Prime. Horny movies are back, baby. Yes. <laughs> BD, you're muted, which might you be because you're chewing, chewing so. into the microphone. Leave right. Aquaman alone. I know it. It's perfectly fine. It's fine. It's it is fine. I'm being funny. It's perfectly it's fine. fine. It's fine. It is a movie. Yes. And it, it is. Um, it movies. As as one tweet I saw the other day said, Patrick Wilson does a Naruto run, which having seen it, that did not occur to me in the context, but just that alone should be enough to convince you to go give it a shot. I thought that when it happened, but I actually forgot that I thought that. That fully does happen. Yes. Patrick Wilson carries that movie. He does. Uh, all right. he does. Well, What If is out, Aquaman's out, Rebel Moon's out, The Iron Claw's out, Maestro's out. There's so much to watch. Thank you for watching us. We'll see you on... Monday with our what if episodes one through three recap. We will see you the following Thursday and Friday and Wednesday. Well, I'll see you a bunch of times this year. The year ain't over. You ain't done with us yet. Thank you so much for hanging with us on phase zero. Subscribe to our show. Play it for your mom. Play it for your dog. Anything to get us a five-star review and a new listener. We love you for it. Happy holidays, everybody. Have a good weekend. See you in a few days. <laughs>